Hey, it's Beth here. Episode 475. It's 107 degrees in Austin today. Again, again. It's so insane. We are so crazy that people are posting, not this Tuesday, but next Tuesday, there is a chance of an isolated thunderstorm. It's going around town like wildfire. That's how crazy we have gotten. We're going to be doing rain dances in front of Target in the parking lot. I mean, it's a matter of time. If it doesn't crack, I don't know what's going to happen. There, you have to ask politely to get water in a restaurant now, which I think is fair. But you have to ask twice. And then you have to cry just a little bit and say you'll drink the whole glass, you promise. So, yeah, Austin is uh, going through a little bit of a much right now. So, ah, it's hard to stay sane. But the New York Times was great today, late yesterday. Is today Monday? Yeah. Okay, so the biggest news of all is, I cannot believe this, Avocado Green is coming back. That 1970s color, which totally didn't like it in the 70s. I was a fanatic for Harvest Yellow. Yeah, yes, I will admit it took my breath away. I thought that was beautiful, not Harvest Green. But the, the way they're doing it now, absolutely gorgeous. These shades are so pretty. Avocado Green was pretty ugly but they have these shades of green it's like give it a shot think about it it's um you know you shouldn't have remodeled that's the point you should have left your house alone you knew what you were doing and you should have left it that way i mean harvest yellow is happening and that color hasn't changed the avocado green is just spectacular so i mean you could have kept your avocado green for mica and put in another tile in the background probably sold the whole thing it would have been gorgeous but we never listen to ourselves so <clears throat> all that avocado green for mica that's in a landfill sadly could have been they're probably going to the landfill picking it up and using it again anyway i have to watch this show just like that which is the sex in the city for older women because they say that they're dressing the clothes tell the story kind of like in suits the suits tell the story everybody dresses beautifully on that show so I will check it out and I can't believe I haven't done it I got a little tired of the girls and I really got mad when Sarika Jessica Parker cheated big got married and she cheated on big's wife and Big's wife came home, saw them together, and she fell down the stairs and broke her ankle or something. I'm like, you can't be my heroine anymore. I have to be over you. So that was sad. But I think that was nine years ago. I think I'm ready to give her another chance. I don't think she'd do that again. Okay, so this is hilarious. Um, this woman, Laura Rubin, she says that to improve business, try journaling. This is where she does it. On a clear blue Friday in July, a group, group of 20 people from different professional backgrounds, sports coach, TV executive, owner of a public relations company, sat around a table stocked with nuts and fruit in Montauk, New York, to learn how to journal. With a glass of wine in their hand and the backdrop of a harbor, she said it made them happy. I'm like, Laura, give me a break. I could have had a colonoscopy 
on that harbor with that glass of wine in Montauk in the summer and it would have been wonderful. Why don't you ask him to journal, you know, on the train going through the Jamaica, you know, turnaround. Make him do it while they're uh, here uh, walking their dog at 3.30 in the afternoon. Jeez, Montauk, glass of wine, perfect harbor, perfect location. You should see this place and the flowers on the table. My God, the place is gorgeous. Yeah, journaling, give me a break. Give me a break. They never did it again. They'll do it again if you bring them back to the harbor. Okay, so then there's this woman. She gave her son a name, three middle names, and he constantly has trouble getting his driver's license. His birth certificate's all screwed up. He can't get anything done because of these stupid middle names that all get mixed up. And I'm just saying, don't do it, okay? That's silly, but it's a whole page of this guy's torment and torture. This is hilarious. Alexa off. I can't believe the spa station can't continue spa music. What's, I mean, everything's getting too hard for everybody. Okay, so there are comedians and AI bots are killing them. So the comedian comes out, does his little bit, and the bot has better comebacks for every single joke they've got. And they're doing Sarah Silverman. That's the greatest voice for the bots. But they had their greatest comedian go up against this bot in Williamsburg. The bot came back with better, better stuff, every single one. I mean, and it made the guy so nervous and mad that he got less and less funny. So, I mean, I'm kind of in shock that I, AIs can be unflappable and do stand-up. That does make me nervous. The John Lennon song, Imagine, made me really nervous because it was perfect. But if an AI can do stand-up, I think we really are in trouble. So, that's all I've got on that. But... There's a new romance novel store called Rip Bodice, Ripped Bodice. It's in it's in Brooklyn. They've they got another one out in LA. The women are coming in droves. There was a line around the block to get into this place. They say, don't call it a guilty pleasure. It's not. It's bodice ripping. They have bodice branded tote bags. They they walk with zero shame. This is the new thing. Okay, so I've got to get into this. I think. I'm not sure. I mean, bodice ripping. I thought that was against the law by now. Don't you have to get a letter? Don't you Don't you have to get the guy to sign a, a note? Or you have to sign a note before he's allowed to rip your bodice? I'm confused. But I guess in a book, it's still allowed. So anyway, they're going nuts. The store sells out of everything. It's bigger than Taylor Swift concerts. That's what this person said. They're gonna build ripped bodice stores all over the country. The Ripped Bodice, a romantic bookstore. I'm telling you the line was around the block. I'm, I'm kinda ready. I'm not totally ready, but I did read one um, ripped bodice novel called Shanna, and it was about a pirate. And it really was good. I mean, it was, and I think she did get her bodice ripped on a boat. I mean, what can you do? Nothing. He was a pirate. And I think she, 
outwitted him or became a pirate too. But it was a great adventure. It was 600 pages. I read the whole thing. So I guess I am uh, not immune. So there is that. Then my biggest story of the day, there was a fifth grade crush that took five decades to happen. So this couple, this is my favorite part. He'd seen her in the hallway. And at that school, people would walk hand in hand. Very cute. Very little um, adorable atmosphere, kind of in the Midwest. Oh, oh, no, it was Texas. That's hard to believe. Okay. So, finally, this girl sits next to him. They're 10 years old. She was moved into his class. And he wrote this poem for her. Because they, they went steady from 5th grade to 6th grade. This was serious. And the poem, the long-lost love poem he wrote was called Joni, the Beauty of Texas. Oh, my God. They stayed together. They loved each other. He says, okay, this is, this is the controversy. Okay, so the big thing was after high school, they had to go to different high schools, she was a babysitter for his niece and nephew. And, and he says on the porch of one of those houses, they kissed. And Joni says, no, they didn't. So there's this great big controversy. They broke up because Joni had to move away, okay? So they finally um, both lived their independent lives, whatever, and really nice people, nice whatever's, just uh, married the wrong person, right? He finally finds her on like Match.com. They get together and he's dying to get married to her and she won't do it. I mean, she's just giving him a hard time. Finally, she says yes. I'm like, really? Like two years later, she hesitated, blah, blah, blah. Then the best thing is, or the worst thing, she doesn't want to live with him all the time. He's got a little horse farm in Round Top. She's got a condo in Austin and she likes to get with him like two days a week. This guy is accepting all this. He feels great about it. They're both 70. They both look really great for their ages. All the kids came to the wedding. They got married to Here Comes the Sun. And I just think that guy, I just, I mean, she had to have everything her way. And he said, okay. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe when you're 70, you really don't care. And she says, it's awfully nice to just see somebody two days a week. I'm like, I don't know. My mother, my father-in-law did that with his girlfriend. And he just ran down to her house every night at 5 o'clock. She kicked him out at 10 o'clock every night. They were very happy. So I don't, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to judge. So there you have it. But I thought Joni, the beauty of Texas, was adorable. Now, theater kids are older now, and they're taking over the world. And there's millions of them in the junior highs and high schools and I asked my friend why and she said because their parents work they can't get them to little league games and you know baseball and all that so what they can do is they stay at the school and they're in the theater so mobs and mobs of kids in the theater and okay so here's, here's something we all need to know Evan okay this guy named Ben Platt who in 2017 became the youngest individual winner of the Tony for Best Lead Actor in the Musical at 23, Dear Evan Hansen. Okay, that was a big hit. Mr. Platt's fiance 
is the actor Noah Gavlin, who also played Evan Hansen. They got married, they live together, they love each other, um, and they wrote this movie that's coming out next week called Theater Camp. I'm gonna see it. Okay, now Ted Cruz was in the theater. This is pretty funny, he's a Texas uh, senator. Not, not everybody goes for him. But anyway, he was his biggest moment in the theater and he loved being in drama. He played Bill Sykes, the villain in Oliver. He said, it's a real fun role and everyone cheers when you get killed at the end. I'm like, wow, he's got a really good attitude about himself, I think. So there is that. Okay, then in New York, they're doing this thing where people who are deaf, you can wear this backpack and you can feel the music. So they had this beautiful, big love-in in front of Lincoln Center and all the people who are deaf came. They wore the backpacks and everybody was, was singing and dancing. That is wonderful. That is great. Because this guy who invented it had spent years just standing in front of the speakers and having the music go through him. So he said he's got different music going to different parts of his body. So we can feel the bass, he can eat. I just, I'm just thrilled. I mean, that is, that is a wonderful thing. Okay, so then, this other thing happened, which is fighting between women who have children and women who don't have children. I thought that whole thing was over, but it's still big and it's still happening. And this girl is saying, don't read my mind. She tells people, I'm happy I don't have children. And a conversation goes on. She met this great friend at a party, brand new. Everybody said, you'll love each other. They're having a great time. And then she says that, you know, she's really happy she doesn't have kids the other person says she says look i've made many many mistakes in my life a lot of them were huge but not having kids was not one of them this woman smiles at her like i can see the little smile look but it is it was also kind of a smirk her eyes lit up as she just slipped in as if okay her eyes lit up as if she had just slipped in a pair of contacts in custom color called inner wisdom so this this pretty good writer so she said that her this person with that smirk she slipped in a pair of contacts in a custom color called inner wisdom she said wow i feel like you're really overstating that i mean do you really think maybe from the way you're talking that you actually do did want kids i mean you certainly have a lot to say about how you don't want them. Oh my God. I have been at places where people do this to me. They read my mind. They think they're reading my mind. I am telling them how I feel. And they tell me that I feel the opposite. This girl goes crazy. She was astonished. Although it didn't feel, it didn't feel, I didn't feel a huge surge of defend yourself with cruelty, adrenaline, which I have had that adrenaline. I'm not very good at it, but I have wanted to say something cruel. Back. She said, I didn't feel that. She said she felt, well, you really don't know me that well. And I think if you did, you'd probably just understand that I'm actually telling you the truth. The woman didn't apologize. And it was the end of the friendship. This girl says this happens to her all the time. She's in her 40s and nobody believes she didn't want to have children. I believe she didn't want to have children. And I believe that's fine. And I believe it's great. 
And it's great you didn't because if you didn't want them, there's certainly a lot of trouble. You have to want them a whole lot. So I just wish everybody would stop thinking they can read your mind. But I love that part about putting the contact in the custom color called Inner Wisdom. I have had that people look at me like, I can read your mind. I know you're not you're not saying what you mean and maybe you think you're saying what you mean but I will help you and guide you a person you just met five minutes ago and I will tell you what you really mean Ugh! right okay so then we've got um, there's this Vogue we've got the four supermodels on the cover okay so they've got Linda and Evangelista Cindy Crawford Christy Turner Turlington and Naomi, Naomi Campbell. And they're saying that these were the first supermodels. That is not true. And they're also talking about all the airbrushing. I didn't see it. I don't think it was that much. They are all in beautiful shape. Okay? You can't airbrush that. They are beautiful. But they were not the first supermodels. They're saying the first supermodels are the first models where you only had to use the first name. No. No, no. We had supermodels Lauren Hutton, Cheryl Teagues, and we called them Lauren Hutton and Cheryl Teagues. We called Marilyn Monroe, Marilyn Monroe. We didn't make people just have one name. This is a thing they're doing now and fine, but it doesn't mean those are the first supermodels in the world. It is so irritating how they're trying to change the rules for everything. They didn't invent everything. They didn't invent supermodels. They didn't. Lauren Hutton was amazing. Oh my God, Verushka. There were tons of them, and they were amazing. And Verushka was just one name because we couldn't pronounce her last name. So give me a break. We had supermodels, we had everything. So anyway, that's my week. It was pretty good. I do love Joni, the beauty of Texas. Oh, I hope they live happily ever after for two days a week. I don't know, maybe they're onto something. I don't think so. I don't want to pack and go somewhere for two days and then have to leave. I like being someplace. I like all my underwear in one underwear drawer. I guess I'm just a, I don't know, provincial or something. But anyway, I just hope they make it. Hope they're as happy as they can be. And then there was this other thing. Oh, I forgot. Dogs. So there are weddings where the dogs are part of the wedding dog vows but there were wedding planners that make the dog like their pictures of the dog the dogs are on the napkins the dogs it's like Billy and Jeannie and Bruno get married their dog pictures the do there's one photographer that swears to you he will get the dog in every single one of your wedding pictures I mean can you imagine your mother dressed in her beautiful dress and your grandmother and you've got your sloppy dog in between them. I think not. So, anyway, but dogs are it. That's your, that's your, and you give vows. He walks, he's your, he's your flower girl and your ring bearer. And he's in every single picture. I'm thinking, really? Really? Ugh. So, I mean, I love my dog, but every single picture? Can I be standing there in my beautiful dress? twirled halfway without my dog anyway I don't rule the world but if I did I would I would rethink that I think in 20 years they're not gonna like those pictures not as much so 
little sanity, a little crazy. Another week goes by. I've got to get out of this heat. It has got to be September someday. So, trying to stay sane, and I will be back. Thanks.